0: I can't believe it's been I can't believe we're back I can't believe How long has it been? Uh, Let me see Well our last Previous episode Was the 20th of March It's been Two months Uh, Two and and a half months That's bad um, Yeah so that means If you're listening to this You are a new listener (laughs) uh, Because we've definitely (laughs) Lost all our previous guys (laughs) Uh, So that means We can kind of start From scratch here I suppose Uh, Yes yes I'll introduce who we are what we're about because I don't think we ever even did that the first time around we're just two parents you know we've got our opinions on how things should be and the only reason I can think of why you should be listening to us as the quote unquote experts is the fact that we've got five kids and so far none of them have died we've still got all five
1: of them which mm -hmm. I think is pretty good going
0: they seem to be quite well balanced they their teachers like them at school they're doing well so i I think i think we can uh what we say has some value
1: they look yeah they look happy enough Mm -hmm. yes
0: uh we were going to talk about for tonight what was it going to be again uh oh yeah the perennial problem of parents trying to live their own lives is who looks after your kids when you can't and I'm not talking about emergencies like you've been in an accident. You know, like the sort of thing that your insurance sells you. Who will look after you when? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, like you've got to go to work during the day, all right? You've got to pay for your kids' school and your kids' clothes and your kids' doctor's bills.
1: And and also at some point, uh, you're going to go out on a date or something. Yeah, because you're still
0: human. You have a relationship to look after. You know. So it's
1: and if if you think it's hard with one or two kids, it's near impossible with five. Yeah. To
0: find I mean the obvious thing is just hire a babysitter Right But that's got problems of its own Never mind our problem Where do you find someone who's prepared to drive All the way out into the country where we live Yeah on a then, farm, And then look after five children Ranging from what the youngest is about one and a half now Yeah Up to about eight Well she's nearly nine Almost nine, nine. Yeah. yeah It's quite a wide age range And it's a lot of responsibility I think that's got to weigh heavily on someone you're not gonna get away with paying somebody a hundred bucks an hour, yeah, for that workload
1: it's it's and then of course it's um obviously supervision in the day mm. if you're both working, yeah, which is easier. you have nursery schools and well schools, yeah for that uh then there's also the situation of uh if you go shopping, do mm. you ever get to go shopping with your partner, do you take your children with you? We haven't done that in years. We haven't,
0: we haven't. We can't. I mean, if it's a, if it's a quick trip, you want to pop out and get some bread and milk or something, then I'll take, I'll take some of the older ones. Yeah, one, two at the most. Um, sometimes on emergencies you've got to get something that you just ran out of, and and uh, on the way home from work, picking up the kids, you might have the the, uh, the toddlers with you, and then it's a nightmare because. Well, say nightmare. No, I mean.
1: but you're dragging three toddlers through a shop. It is a nightmare. Yeah.
0: And if they're like ours, they are very independently minded. They want to see what they want to see. Something we've encouraged, but it makes life pretty tough. It makes it difficult to control them. Uh so what are we talking about? Yeah. Uh so who watches the kids? <laughs> I, think,
1: no, I, I think the main thing is we've we've actually stated the problem. Yeah. And uh the way we deal with it um is in the day, on in the week on weekdays, mm-hmm. the uh, older girls go to the primary school until the middle of the day, and the tots go to a daycare.
0: Yeah, um, well, I should say because it's, it's a I lot, also work. Actually, this, yeah, I mean it's a lot more than just a daycare. I mean it's a
1: it's a nursery school.
0: Yeah, with emphasis on the school parts, and they're they're very good. But I mean that's that's beside the point. That's that's how we assuage our guilt on leaving a small baby <laughs> with strangers for for the extent of the day. We made sure that it was at least a proper school with people who are qualified to look after them in emergencies, people who care enough exactly. to pay attention.
1: And they have a fantastic nursery and that sort of thing. So I think
0: a lot of people don't have that option. I know few uh, old friends of mine from way back when they were definitely not high income earners and they would leave their kid with well they knew the kid that they they knew the child was fed. You know it's hard. And, yeah. It's and
1: some people don't have a choice. So it, it is a tough one. Mm. It really is. Um as for babysitting um <clears throat> you've got the whole uh helicopter thing going. There are people who are very uh, nervous about leaving their their golden child with somebody anybody Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard the first time around in fact I don't know that I've actually outgrown that as a parent there are maybe three or four people in the world that I trust to look after my children
0: well we've had some bad experiences with babysitters Um, we've um, it was I mean, your classic babysitter right is a neighborhood teenage girl
1: yeah yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. You bring them in and it's great. And then you come home and the baby's got a massive bruise on her forehead. And you say, Oh, what I remember happened? that. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. She was sitting on the couch and I went to get some. Yeah, coffee which we specifically told her not to do. And, not and to the leave baby on the fell couch. off. And you realize a teenager doesn't know anything about looking after a baby. Uh, she doesn't realize that you can't just leave a baby sitting on an elevated thing, like a couch or anything. This is the thing. Babies fall, they, they don't know how to stop themselves falling. And that kind of put us off, you know. We've
1: (laughs) it did. We uh, we're we're a bit difficult to please. I think no. I've worked it out. I can count on maybe one hand the people that I would trust to look after my kids. And that works out because I can maybe count on one hand the amount of people who are able to look after five kids in one sitting. (laughs) those two
0: groups don't have much um uh overlap yes thank you uh
1: but you also you know what um what what also works for us is we have a well we did at one stage have like a trade system with my sister who also has five kids Mm, where yeah it wasn't exactly a trade system we basically were just willing to help each other and in a similar boat so
0: wow it was a trade i mean you don't keep books on it, but... Yeah, no, it was definitely... Uh, we would take turns watching each other's kids.
1: Yeah, and we specifically, we would do it overnight because we live quite far apart. Mm. Uh, we're in the, like, close to... Uh, well, we're in a, on a farm on the other side of Pretoria. We're about uh, at least a 50-minute drive apart. That's, so it made sense...
0: Yeah, on a quiet Sunday morning, 50 minutes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So it made sense to uh, have them stay over. And we only we only really stopped that recently because we realized that 10 kids is a bit tough for like 24 to 30 hours. It's hard. It is so hard. And we were willing to do it. It was worth it for us because oh, sure. it meant
0: we'd get our break. The following weekend, yeah, we have no kids.
1: And that was awesome. I've got to say, for, for, uh, for a couple who've had wall-to-wall kids mm. for the last eight years, I suppose for any couple... I think that was, it was pretty amazing. And actually thinking back on that, I think it's maybe not a bad idea to find a way to angle that at some point, Mm. at least once a year, because I think you actually, you know, for your sanity, you do need that, whether it's grandparents or, you know, however you, however you work it. There are, there are people who are concerned about, um, like molestation. They're worried about their children getting compromised. Uh, in some or other way, whether they are um beaten or hurt or told weird
0: things. Yeah, or put that's into just the light danger. side of the scale. Is- just a parenting style or supervising style that you don't agree with.
1: Exactly, like uh, with never swearing mind the far end of the
0: scale where someone is, turns out to be a pedophile or something. Exactly, and, and you never know.
1: That's an, it. Can be anything from just uh, uh, swearing or getting drunk while they're watching your kid, or being the sorts of people who would leave their gun lying around without realising that mm-hmm. our kids wouldn't know the difference between a toy gun and a real gun. Oh, if I can make there a comment they would know a real that. gun if they saw one.
0: I had friends at school whose parents were... Well, in fact, s- specific case, the guy's dad was a cop. And like many cops in the old South Africa, he had a small arsenal of weapons that he had confiscated from people and just brought home. Yeah. Because he liked to have his guns. He had his rifles and his machine guns. Oh, man. And you would think that the child of a police officer would have a proper respect for, for It would have firearms. been taught, yeah. No, this was a kid who would wait until his dad's uh, whenever his dad wasn't around. The guns came out, and they would go to- do target practice in the backyard. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. That's well. This is kids the, and guns, man. Just, no.
1: Yeah, a bad bad combination, and that's just that's just one of the many possibilities, and I've. I must say, you know, although I, I have been quite vocal about the fact that I, uh, the likelihood of a pedophile, a stranger, trying to uh, lift your kid from school or something, mm-hmm. is not very high.
0: Um, well, yeah, statistically, most of the most um, most abusers are people that the child knows. Yeah, they often are friends often, of the family. Often family
1: it is, it is very, that is specifically how it works, and it is more prevalent than most people know, because uh, very often kids don't talk about it, or don't mention it. it, it only comes out in adulthood, and that is why I am specifically, specifically anal about this, and it's why I always will be, and it's, you know what, it's, Uh. it's not even, I, I don't, I don't think that we know any pedophiles, I don't I don't know yeah. I honestly don't think we I don't believe we do and I don't suspect anybody
0: they say everyone's got that but, weird uncle but I I, don't. we don't we yeah. really don't
1: and we um, we maybe because we're because we've got five kids and we don't get out much we don't have such a wide circle of friends as it is hmm. uh, the thing is it's also why I don't agree with sleepovers and it's not just the molestation thing it's the everything thing that we were talking about you don't know the culture of the family that they're going to stay over at and the fact is at some point when they become old and savvy enough you're going to have to let them you know mm. at least when they graduate school yeah. you're going to have to send them out there <laughs>
0: at some point you're not going to be able to stop them anymore exactly and yeah.
1: you, then you you hope that you've taught them well enough and you know empowered uh, them enough yeah
0: no, I mean at some point you've got to sort of let it to happen I mean I know. I remember I did one or two as a small child, like seven or six, thereabouts. But it was unusual. And I suspect that if I was to ask my parents about it now, they would tell me that there was something going on. Because now I think about it, this would have been around about the time that my mother was in hospital a lot.
1: Exactly, um, with your brother.
0: But apart from the, that, in fact, I think it was only one single instance. Um, apart from that, if I slept over somewhere, it was with my grandparents. Or it was as a teenager.
1: That's the thing. Uh, My parents uh, were fairly protective. I had to fight. Uh, I was already in high school. Mm. And uh, my best friend really wanted me to sleep over. And I was very keen on the whole sort of slumber party idea. Mm. And they fought it. My parents fought it. Uh, I actually lost a friend in standard six or standard seven. I was 13 or 14. Mm. And I was still not allowed to sleep over, and all my friends were doing it—all sleeping over at each other's houses, having slumber parties, as birthday yeah. parties.
0: But that's not uncommon. That, that we worry hard. more about our daughters than about our sons,
1: and that is ridiculous because sons are just as at risk. Yeah, for all of the things we've listed, hmm. you know. And I don't know. I don't know if if I'm maybe too paranoid.
0: I think we worry about not just what might get done to our kids. Um, because we assume that our boys won 't be targeted or that they 're going to handle themselves, which is ridiculous because they're children
1: they 're just they 're just as vulnerable as girls,
0: but I think maybe we also wonder what they 're going to get up to
1: well that 's the thing you uh like also our sons
0: you know boys will be boys, and our daughters are going to get corrupted it's it's, 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 ridic- ri- it's yeah silly.
1: it is it is totally silly, and also Ach, you it 's all sorts of things, but um you work so hard on limiting what your children are exposed to, mm. And uh, they, specifically because you know them, you know their personalities, you know what they're uh, old enough for, how emotionally mature they are. Yeah. And uh, and other people don't. And this is the other thing which is going to sound really mean. It's why I am particularly uh, nervous about non-parents watching my kids. Because even if they're earnestly keen to look after your kids properly Very, very often They misjudge uh, What a child understands at what age
0: And... You know, this leads on to Even... Th- I'd say It's a third issue um, to, to worry about, which is that people Who don't spend a lot of time around kids Don't understand them They don't know what they're getting into They have unreasonable expectations of, of a child
1: of, of how disciplined they can be Or of uh, of of what they're uh, capable of uh, well of understanding they might end up showing them inappropriate movies or Mm. um, just any number of things it's it's a it's a minefield actually yeah and I don't know that I've really given any answers I think one thing we uh, we do have which is something that we are that I feel extremely fortunate about Mm -hmm. is uh, we have a housekeeper who lives nearby
0: yeah
1: and uh, she's
0: she knows our kids in fact she has a she has a child about the age of our youngest who often comes to work with her and then three so, others uh
1: she's got yeah they, they don't live with her but she's got four children
0: This is true yes
1: so and, and and uh which which gives us the unique opportunity on the rare occasions when we do manage to go out we can uh, actually pay her to watch them
0: and we know that she's familiar with. A, she knows our kids, and she f- knows how to how to handle children of that age.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. It's so we. I. I honestly feel that you know what. If you end up having to get hold of an pay service, mm-hmm. which you can Google, and pay. Or get in two people if you've got a lot of kids like we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're nervous, um, don't assume that. Um, that a teenage girl won't invite her boyfriend over or something weird
0: yeah I wouldn't have a teenager looking after somebody as young as our youngest no I wouldn't I maybe wouldn't. somebody who's seven or eight
1: yeah, well yeah, and then the teenager needs to be like pushing eighteen yeah, definitely over the age of sixteen.
0: she needs maturity to handle and the kinds of emergencies that you're worried about happening when you're not there
1: yeah so like well you know what good a good babysitter. Oh, uh, mm. And now we're talking about teenagers Because I did it quite a lot mm. That's how I made extra cash as a teenager um, they've, they've got to have a lot of younger siblings Yeah Because that's, that's how they know They, I mean I had younger siblings I'd changed nappies I was comfortable with small children mm-hmm. My brother was I was 13 when my brother was born Yeah uh, So by the age of 16, 17 I knew what a 3 or 4 year old needed I knew they went to bed at like seven thirty. I mm. I knew more or less what food they preferred and what sorts of movies you put on for them. And that's then that made me a fairly good babysitter. Yeah. I thought. You know. <laughs> and uh I don't know, there there are there are good places to find find these people. Uh a church your local church. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it helps if you attend there. You, you shouldn't just approach random churches. <laughs> yeah, I <just laughs> um, And you, if, especially if you know the family quite well, and you've kind of seen seen this kid grow up. Yeah. To become a teenager, you you get a feel for them. You can tell if a kid is going to be responsible. And mm. uh, at some point, you're going to have to take a step of faith because.
0: But that's parenting all over, isn't it? Yeah.
1: At some point, you're going to have to leave your child with somebody. Mm. I was so nervous, just even about the nursery school. It's an extremely good nursery school. I was so nervous about it.
0: I remember you were so worried. You ended up taking a job there just so you could keep an eye. Yeah.
1: I ended up working there for... Uh, uh, About two or three months. A
0: while, yeah. Yeah. Just long enough to To fully understand how much this job was not for you. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes, I, uh, I admire what they do.
0: Thank you for listening to the Now Look Here podcast. Catherine and I work hard to crowbar an hour into our evening schedule once a week to bring it to you, and we really appreciate your support. If you'd like to give something back, we'll settle for a bit of free publicity. Like our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter, or leave us a review on iTunes. Links to all of these can be found on the podcast page at www.nowlookhere.net or just tell a friend about us and maybe help them to find us in their favorite podcast directory. If you'd like to contact us, why not leave a comment on the podcast page or just mail us at podcast at nowlookhere.net.